Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia for one of our Santa stops at Creative Hair Designs in Roseville. Now you can drop off a toy or gift to the, to the Roseville location or the Hastings location. And if you want to learn more about this great place, Creative Hair Design, on the Lori and Julia show page, we've got a link set up to their website. Great spot, live and a lot of fun today, right guys? What's it like out there? Oh, it is so much fun. And there are beverages and there are treats. And I'm waiting to show you our 5 o'clock, our five o'clock look. Oh, you guys got some new wigs for, for the oh, 5 yeah. o'clock hour. You're going to like, what did you think of Lori in the 4 o'clock Oh, that's silver. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm it. channeling Jennifer Aniston in the morning show <gasps> with this uh, the highlighted uh, beautiful creation I have on. And I like uh, your kind of bouncy, long, blonde, honey blonde hair, Julia. It's very cute. I like it, too. Yeah. I'm trying to post and talk. I know, I know. Okay, and wig, so, wig. wig. Okay, so we have, we need callers, one, two, three, four, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. It's, we're going to give away Janet Jackson tickets. That's right. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, mm-hmm. is coming to town May 30th. Uh, that's Tuesday night at the Excel. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll get our four callers ready. And then, Grant, what song? Well, don't tell us what song we're going to finish the lyric yet. Yeah, nope. But we'll get our people lined up. And while you're doing that, awesome. I'm just going to share with Julia, I thought this was kind of exciting news. Melissa McCarthy has signed on to do a Christmas comedy film written by our Love Actually screenwriter, Richard Curtis. Of course, love, he's done four weddings and a few. This. He's done so many. Yes, Notting Hill one, with So Julia. many. And, and Melissa McCarthy will soon be seen as Ursula in the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. We don't have a title for this movie, but she. It, the storyline is about a workaholic man who enlists the help of a magic genie to help him win his family back before Christmas. McCarthy is expected to be playing the film's genie, putting an arc, you know, a spin on the uh, fantasy archetype. And she just recently wrapped Jerry Seinfeld's star-studded pop starts origin story called Unf- Unfrosted. So... Um, I kind of like this idea. I like the idea of oh my gosh. her of working course. with Richard Curtis, and I like the idea of her being a genie. And, of course, you know, Richard Curtis, he did Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, Bridget Jones' Diary, the sequel. And Love actually really centered his place oh. in the Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And remember I told you that he went to college with Mr. Bean? Yes, and I can't think of his name. And they were like in an engineering program or mm-hmm. something crazy. And they became friends. So his first movies were like the Mr. Bean movie. 
Yeah. So he, and he loves love, and he just loves, remember that interview? He just oh, says, he was I just love telling stories about love, mm-hmm. and there's so many different ways, and there's so much ick, ick. Well, well and he had said in that. On love. Lori, you look like, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking with Jennifer Aniston. Are you? <laughs> You gotta look, you guys, Grant. You gotta look. Oh, we just post like her style and just, her highlights. You oh, look good it. in straight hair, is what we're realizing mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to see our latest styles because we just posted them, Grant. Absolutely, I will. And definitely they're at check the Lori and Julia show page. It's cute, Lori. Very cute. All right, I'm all right. Gonna have to do it. some straight hair, and I look kind of better as a blonde. I've decided for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone tried to talk me into wearing a dark wig, and I've never in my life had dark hair. Yeah, I it I, it's not my I don't think I love it on me. You know, I I never have. This I mean, is darker for you though, but I like it. Yeah, but the, I've got the money highlights. That's what they told me. The blonde around the frame is. Oh That's yeah, the money <laughs> highlights. Oh, I love that mm-hmm. money. Hey. All right, so Grant, do we have our people yet? We or? do. Yeah, you said okay. caller one, two, three, and four, four. Yeah, which was right. Angela, Jen, Tracy, and Betsy. So Angela was number one. Okay, we're gonna get Angela on right now. Angela, how you doing today? Good. You feeling lucky? Um, sure. All right, so <laughs> Angela, more than feeling lucky, you gotta know how to finish the line, which is not as <laughs> okay. easy as it sounds. You got this, Angela. So just sing okay. along in your mind, and Grant, let's hit it. All right, here we go. It's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're so lucky, Angela, because you got the best, easiest line of the week. Jackson, if you're nasty. Angela, have you ever won? You know, tickets to a concert. I have never won tickets to a concert, but I love going to concerts, and I haven't gone to one in a long time. How fun. Well, well you're getting your tickets before they even go on sale because they go on sale tomorrow, and we do have one more pair to give away tomorrow. Yep. yep. And um, do you have a, a concert-worthy uh, person that you're going to bring to the show? I have a concert-worthy person for sure. Okay, good. Well, awesome. congratulations, and thanks for listening. Yeah, well, look, thanks, look for Julia and I Tracy. at the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, will do. Okay. Oh, poor Jen, Tracy, and Betts. I know. You know, look at lucky caller number one. Well, and they—that was the easiest one of the week. So we even knew this. one. We knew that one. This is that's an iconic finish line. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Um, you know, so tomorrow at the Excel 10 a.m. That's when the tickets go on sale, and she's traveling with Luda. 11 a.m. Uh huh. 11 a.m. is the box office time. Really? Yeah, it is. I don't believe you. I know I'm right, but you can do what you think is right. Julia, I just am looking at it right here. Did it, it really says say? 11 a.m. Oh, that Tickets seems... on sale to the general wow. public. Wow. Once in a while, I read an email <laughs> okay. that I I'm, in, I'm so impressed because you read all the time, but the caveat was an email. On the emails. It's, on the yeah. machine, mm-hmm. on the machine. All right, what else do we know? Okay, so, um, oh, Naomi Judd's husband, Larry okay. Strickland, gave an interview talking. This was devastating. Well, I mean, this is the thing. You know, I mean, all the morning shows covered Twitch. And, yes, and they did. And dying by suicide. And um, the, the, thing, the thing that Larry is doing is what many people, you know, what I think everyone who's uh, you know, survives uh, suicide is really beating himself up about Naomi about Naomi and and, and maybe not and he said he kind of was pushing her too hard but 
I think she struggled with depression. I mean, they were married for 33 years. Yeah, he got to start doing backup singing for Elvis when he was like 18, Larry Strickland. And, you know, when he was talking about about um, Naomi, you know, he it's a story in People magazine. He said it was just a very chaotic, hectic, hectic time. And I remember when Naomi Judd had described to People magazine this way how she felt with her depression she said think of your very worst day of your whole life someone passed away you lost your job you found out you're being betrayed your child has a rare disease and you can take all those things together at once and put it and that is what depression feels like for me oh i know so anyway it's he just said he had no idea she was contemplating it no, but, but lots of just, oh, why didn't I do this and why didn't right. I do that? And so I just really felt for him. And, and uh, if you or someone you know is even thinking about um, doing harm to themselves, the help is available by dialing 988. Um, and you can text STRENGTH or you can call that, but that's the national. They made it into you know, a three-number thing that right, passed this right. earlier this summer. But. And and when he's talking about being hard on her, he was doing basic things like trying to get her to move, trying to get her to eat. Yeah. I Go mean, it was it walk. was all loving yes, things, but yes. he feels like had I known she was even thinking a different way, I could maybe I could have done something different to He's questioning himself. I mean, That's it, right. yeah. It's real hard. Oh, it's real hard. So super sad. But I was like, okay, Larry, you're going to help people by talking about yeah. this with your experience. And I mean, it was like hard not to cry all over again about all the morning shows and the entertainment shows, you know, covered Twitch. And just basically, you just never know what is going on with someone because by all appearances, he seemed to be, you know, on top of the world. And I feel for his wife and his family. Yeah. Oh. His 84-year-old grandfather had just talked to him a couple days before, you he know. He just did a video with his wife the day yeah. before. It's, that one's up. Yeah, like, it's, it's... They're all sad. Yeah, but having, an ac- having access to a gun because someone... It just takes seven seconds to be out of your mind for just seven seconds, and you'll do something that harms, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's a... I don't know if he said in the article if he knew that she had this uh, gun, but um, I don't know. But it, it's yeah, just it's, I know it's very you know this it triggers people. Right, and we're um, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. But we just wanted to, you know, just acknowledge again that you know this is can be a rough time of the year for people, and you never know what's going on. And so, be kind. And if you can't be kind, walk away. <laughs> How about yeah, that? No yeah. kidding. You know. Oh my gosh! I for our dirt alert. I know Grant is bringing us. Uh, I watched episode four and five of oh. Harry and Meghan on Netflix. Mm-mm. How was it? I cried mm. all my makeup off. It was so sad. What has happened? And it is not Harry and Meghan's fault. It is the royal institution. And they have blown it so big with these guys. And it is the way you see. No wonder there are all kinds of people that hate Meghan Markle. When you see the onslaught of headlines, Princess Pushy, Duchess Difficult, all these things. And the the family's just like, um, 
oh yeah, we nothing we can do about it. <laughs> but they were throwing Meghan Markle's stories out there to deflect from Charles' stories, William's stories, and Prince Andrew. She was the new red meat. This is how it works, and it's really, I mean, maybe you didn't watch the first three, but the 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 fourth episode is we get a lot of wedding, right? And uh, it's it's just it was it was heartbreaking and infuriating. I was furious when well, I finished. I'll have to watch. It. I know I won't tonight, but I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, you'll be really. You're going to feel bad about and the some headlines, of, the, of course, that are coming out are just oh, they, nailing him. They have yeah. nothing to do but do this because they are they played a part in all this hate. They played a part, and so did Buckingham Palace and Kensington Palace, which is Charles and Williams. So we've got you know all the morning shows covered oh, it this I, morning, yes. but um, it is you know really shocking what they did to those two. Anyway, Whew, that yeah. we're gonna. Be back with the Dirt Alert when we come back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Brent, here we are, yes. ready and waiting. Like you said, this is going to be somewhat of a royal dirt alert here with a couple mm-hmm. other stories tuned into it. But, man, all kinds of stuff coming out with these episodes, these final episodes of the Harry and Meghan docuseries over on Netflix coming out headline after headline after headline, like you said, of just... The British press couldn't be happier. The clicks and the headlines and the outrage, and they're the cause of all of it. Exactly. So Let's hear for... Do we have something? Yeah, we've from, got some audio from Good Morning America that just kind of... Okay frames everything that happened here and then we can talk about it afterwards so okay yeah good morning george the last three episodes of the harry and megan docuseries are here a focus on how difficult the couple have found tabloid coverage but also what harry says the reason behind the breakdown of the relationship with his brother and his father and specifically the idea that the palace was jealous about their success and was actively planting negative stories about them in the press Overnight, Netflix releasing the final three episodes of the six-part docuseries Harry and Meghan. To see this institutional gaslighting that happens is is extraordinary. And that's why everything that's happened to us was always going to happen to us. Because if you speak truth to power, that's how they respond. In these episodes, Harry getting personal, his relationship with his brother, William, under fire, giving details of that heated family summit, discussing the couple's departure from royal life. It was terrifying to have my brother um, scream and shout at me and my father say things that just simply weren't true and, and my grandmother, you know, quietly sit there and, and sort of take it all in. He also says his brother's aides put out a statement in his name without even asking. I was told about a joint statement that had been put out in my name and my brother's name squashing the story about him bullying us out of the family. I couldn't believe it. No one had asked me. Within four hours, they were happy to lie to protect my brother. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And yet, for three years, they were never willing to tell the truth to protect us. The Duke and wow. Duchess of Sussex arguing their popularity threatened some within the monarchy. The issue is when someone who's marrying in who should be a supporting act is then stealing the limelight or is doing the job better than the person who was born to do this. Ooh. That upsets people. It shifts the balance. And alleging this led to briefings against them. All of a sudden, these tabloid stories started to appear criticizing Meghan for every little thing. There's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. So if the comms team want to be able to remove a negative story about their principle, they will trade and give you something about someone else's principle. So the officers end up working against each other. That drip feed of constant attack on someone who is an individual, a real person, has an impact. In Meghan's case, they recall, it was terrible. I remember her telling me that, that she had wanted to take her own life oh. and um, that's her mom yeah. and that really broke my heart I was devastated I didn't deal with it particularly well I dealt with it as institutional Harry as opposed to husband Harry no they say that stress by the tabloids caused Megan to lose a child the first morning that we woke up in our new home is when I miscarried I believe my wife suffered a miscarriage because of what the male did I watched the whole thing. There's been no comment from the palace so far, but Elsa Anderson, the Queen's former press secretary, has hit back at the couple's claims. In the 13 years that I worked for the royal household, oh, there was not yeah. one occasion where Turn this lady down. Yeah. Turn this lady off, because uh -uh. one of the things that you also... I mean, it really is shocking. You have to watch it to believe, to believe it, but the thing... I mean, if you wanted to Freudian sum up this whole thing, the sins of the father... Charles was yep. wildly jealous of Diana. The family could not deal with that. She would question, well, why do we have to do things this way? Why can't I go to a hospital and hold an AIDS patient's hand? You know, she got pushed back on everything she did. And William is jealous of Harry. He really is. And when they went to New Zealand with the four-month-old Archie, and Every they really felt like everyone hated them because the British press just said so many horrible things. And that's where she gave the interview when the guy asked her, are you okay? And, and she said, really, I'm not. I'm really not, no, but thank you for, for asking. asking. My gosh, you can't believe how the tabloid press twisted that to be a betrayal of Queen Elizabeth. Who do you, who do you think she is? And he... It, it it makes you so sad that because what Harry and Meghan could have done for the monarchy, remember the Commonwealth, 85% of the Commonwealth, that's all, everything that's under Britain, Britain is white, 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 the tabloid industry, the white, 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 isn't. the Commonwealth is brown and black. Mm -hmm. They were thrilled. They could, to me... They ha the 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 institution itself has shot themselves in the foot, mm -hmm. because Harry explains, we we knew that the leaks because they were so specific. Like Megan, when she said, "Harry, I don't know what to do about my my dad. He's 
the tabloids are paying right. him. They're taking advantage right. of him. And he said, you, you need to ask my grandmother. She's the head of it. Megan went to Her Majesty. What should I do? And Queen Elizabeth and Charles agreed she should write her letter a father explaining everything she should write a letter to her dad to her father thomas okay. Markle, mm -hmm. about what he's doing and how to help him and let we can help you and she said but i knew i couldn't mail it from kensington palace to thomas markle and i sent it to my agent in la and then he sent it to my father and we got the letter of receipt and it was signed thomas which isn't my father's signature, and he doesn't refer to himself as that. So I knew it had been intercepted. Well, guess who um, uh, she was told she had to give a copy of the letter to? Jason Knopf, who was William's head of communications, and he's now with EarthSpot or something like that. He's the one that leaked that letter to the Daily Mail that they ended oh. up suing. And, and the royal family said, don't sue, just never complain, never explain. Right. You're going to be okay. so shocked at what they were put through. And they tried every which way they could to stay in the family. And William wouldn't hear of it at all. And wanted their security pulled while they were getting death threats. Yuck. Yeah, it's Yuck. really upsetting. It was yeah. really right, upsetting. This, we're but... talking about the new Harry and Meghan. Oh, my gosh. All if right. only the British media were as angry about real things yes. as right. they were about Meghan. Right. We're live at Creative Hair in Roseville. Um, there's also a Hastings locations. Grant, what is happening with the traffic? Alyssa's out shoveling right now. <laughs> I'm sure. That's one thing, you guys. It's going to get cold tonight, so if you are on a side street and the plows came through and pushed some of this slushy snow up against your driveway, be sure to clear that up tonight because it's going to freeze overnight and you'll be out there with a sledgehammer all day on Friday trying to fix the front of your driveway. So if you, that's a little tip there from the weather gods. Well, everybody, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. It's fact, though, but it's a theory that's fact, and that's why in Hollywood, everybody wears wigs, because if you put on a wig, you will feel the part of the character you're playing. It's, it's amazing. It's integral. I can't it's believe so we didn't wear easy. wigs for our, our movie. I did. I did, Oh, Lori, yeah, you had a wig I on one day. I only wore it one day, I think. Yeah, that's but right. But no, the wigs, though, they're so easy, and it can completely change your look. I don't know if you looked at the latest one, Grant, on the Lori and Julia oh, yeah. Insta. Oh, yeah. Love I it. mean... Lori needs straight hair. It's oh, the one straight thing hair, yeah. I've decided you look so cute in it, Lori. Uh, Morning show and look. I'm And I'm a better blonde than I am a dark. Yeah. And I like that dark but, one. I mean, that is a theory that is a fact. Hollywood needs their wigs. They These, need their hair. They need their fall, their for guys for everything. I was thinking about that. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones was making the rounds last week because she's in that National Treasure um, on Apple, on Disney, Disney that's uh, like an eight-part yes. series, and she wears this blonde bob in in this National Treasure, and then of course in Wednesday she wore the long straight down the middle Morticia, right, right. very pale. Yes, but I mean that is like half of the look. Look, it, it's transforming. It's transforming. Mm -hmm. Like it, I could see how people could feel. Okay, I'm I'm feeling this way, and I love it. I I love it. And uh, yeah, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones said, you know, she kind of plays this archaeologist who's maybe doesn't have good intentions. And she said that blonde wig really helped me get into that. Mm -hmm. 
It was just like, oh, yay, finally, someone's talking about wigs in Hollywood. Well, they all wear them. They all wear them. There's nobody on TV that And I'm just thinking it. how easy it is because you can't make your hair look that great every day. I mean, you get blowouts, sorry, but you would put effort. You go somewhere. I mean, not everybody can do that or has the time right. or can afford it, but it's it's... It's just so easy because they look great when you put them on. Jeez. I I'm, know it. I, I'm all for it. I'm ready to wear a wig for Casey whenever he wants. I think okay. so. Here's here's another uh, theory. Kind of. Don't know what to make about this, but um, social networking. Seven out of ten people relate more with strangers online than their real life friends. Okay, so what I'm going to tell you about this is seven this, out of ten Americans, seventy three percent, find it easier to relate to strangers. That's because they don't have to talk or do any effort, Lori. And you can sit on your couch at home and you don't have to move. Okay, I'm done. It's lazy. People, it takes relationships take energy and time and follow through and reciprocating. I mean, they're not that easy. But if you want to sit on your couch and never leave your home and do your socials. Well, here's one bit of good news, I think, for our show and other shows like ours, is that um, people rely on suggestions for TV shows. That's one of the number one things that people look for online How is many? what other people are watching. Did you like that? Yes. That's an example. Well, that's an easy one, but I'm talking about like... Yes, but they have people have more interaction online than they do in real life that with just, their friends. That's painful for me. I know it is. That's painful. I, I remember when these damn things came out mm-hmm. in 2006 yeah. or seven, and I remember saying it to you. These are going to be the death of society. But well, we're not there think, yet. I don't but think, I think they it's are. Bad. But I will agree but because TV think shows, of how many, movies how and many books. texts you get from your friends. I just got one last night. Do you have any new shows I should be watching? I was here. Do you have any new shows yeah. I should be watching? Everybody always asks me that. Yeah. So we probably better start tweeting our TV and movie picks. Our list. Our I, list. I, yeah. Yeah. And books. People also go on always rely on social media for books. Yeah. Our, we gave. We brought some to the broadcast. They're all gone. Oh, mm-hmm. we did. You yeah, got a, I brought a few some. From I the brought closet. some from home. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and uh, that yeah, is true. It is true. So there because are because you things. do want someone you trust to give you those recommendations. Yes, but I guess I other just, people like bond with other strangers online, like over hobbies. Yeah, it can be that. Um, That's fine. I just want people to go out. Yeah, but younger people, Gen Z, are little baby Zoomers, as I like to call them. Um, they are. They are the most afraid of, they've got the most FOMO. Because they've been, this is all they've known. This is all they don't they've know known. a world where everybody every, their interacts whole life all the time online. and talks. And- so so our, our, our baby Zoomers, Gen Z, they have the most FOMO um, of, you know, missing out on things. Because that's all they've known. It's been in their life forever. And, you know... There's envy for people's shelfies. What's that? That's your bookshelf. That's a hashtag you can use. Oh, a shelfie. A shelfie. And if you want to be a bowling athlete, sign up. Lori's first in line there. Big revelation today. Um, Grant, wasn't that just too much? Yeah. That's my favorite line of yours. Uh, that Grant I'm a bowling has stepped yeah. out. Oh, oh fine. yes. Oh, okay. We okay. don't know what's going on. Okay. Ellie, how are you doing back there at the uh, old uh, corral? At the ranch. Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Nice and chill over here. Thinking and about yes. right. if I'm a Gen Z or millennial and doing the math. You're a Gen Z. I actually, I did look it up. I'm two years, like, into the cutoff. I'm a millennial. 
No, you're not. I, I like Googled it. Oh, you did? I did. I'm like My two kids years are millennials. Away. They're at yeah. the tail end of it. Okay, okay. So she's just a couple years old. Oh, that's older. right. Yeah, I yeah, forget. Yeah. I forget you're not just 20 years old anymore. No, sadly. I love that, Lori. Okay, you know how you said to me, we learned Adele, is how you say Adele. Mm -hmm. Brandon Fraser. 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 Okay, here's the latest one. You've been saying it wrong all these years. Mount Everest is Mount Everest. I mean, who's... Who are the pronunciation people? I don't this know. This is probably why people just communicate through Texas well, because you don't want to be corrected and you're I, sick of you're sick of this. I, I just text too. Yeah, I did. Okay, you will. You know, the slanguage is very real, um, Brit slang. Yes. And in episode five, I think, of Harry and Megan, Harry actually said one through Z, which what is, is that? what Z. That's how ABCs? The Brits, they call ZZ. That's a real thing. I'd never heard it in conversation. I'd heard about it. Yeah. That that is something when people, you know, uh, maybe I heard it on Ladies of London because they had right. a couple of American yes. expats. But yeah, Harry's just like, yeah, well, one through Z, you know, you could just go through it all. And I was like, I've actually heard Z out of a real person's mouth used in a sentence. Z is Z. Wow. So the next time you find yourself in England and you want to say A to Z, if you want to fit in, you go A to Z. Oh, my. Lori, <laughs> and you would do that. You would use that. I can see oh, you yes. using that because you love to fit in. I do. I want to be asked for directions. <laughs> I don't care. Well, but then she gives wrong ones and she doesn't care. She just <laughs> wants to be asked. That's my favorite. It doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. I and have a pretty you, good idea. If you put people on just <laughs> running around in a circle, but just, they ask yeah. me. I, I fit in. Yeah. I fit in. All right, we, we got to take our last break. Oh, we do? Uh, yeah. Okay, fine. All right, we're live at Creative Hair in Roseville, uh, Creative Hair Design. And, um, boy, you guys, this is uh, just a fun place. They've also got a location in Hastings. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for all your donations and going out to all of our Santa stops um, for the Bronald McDonald House. So many wonderful gifts and so many wonderful donations. And tomorrow, uh, Donna and Steve and Alexis are going to be at um, Southern Lights. You want to go check that out. But we are wrapping up at Creative Hair Design. Yes. Um, of Minnesota in at the Roseville location. They're also in Hastings. In that list location, you do need to make an appointment. Mm -hmm. um, but it is so much fun. The toppers, the wigs, the ponies, every edition. Yeah, if you're not feeling pretty, and, it can make you feel pretty in here. And you want to, maybe you just want your I mean, hair to be easier. Got, so, I mean, they've got a lot of good options for people. Like the lady who came in who had short hair and yes. got the little ponytail clip up thing she, she looks, looks so cute, cute. Yeah, i know it's really so did. anyway in the hastings store is a walk-in yeah i, I want to give a shout out to our buddy doug anderson oh uh, yes there's a holiday show going on it's just one night only next tuesday december 20th it's called the swinging singing sketch and story show so think you know uh, a variety show and it's called happy holiday and dane stoffer is the host and then like aaron schwab ben bakken oh, totally doug fine. anderson so it's a christmas holiday totally uh, variety show and um where the heck is it do you think i wrote that down it's, well, isn't it it's at the Kroonerz? No, 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 it's not at Kroonerz. Okay. It's uh, he just told me about this the other day, okay. and I'm like, oh, I love the whole idea 
of a variety show at the holidays. I'll look it up here. Holly Dane. Oh my God! All I right. think this wig is. Um, um, I Laura, you've three. been you've had so many looks. It's got to be overwhelming to look like Jennifer Aniston. Oh jeez! I think I think it's got to be too. It's much. at the History Theater next oh, Tuesday, totally and it's fun. been there before. But it's uh, a story-filled hullabaloo night of singing and songs, and of course, we know. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. How great, um, you know, Aaron is and Ben and Doug. So Can you spell Holidayne? I, Ho- I, yeah, it's yeah. H-O-L-I dash Dane. Happy holiday, because Dane is the host. I'm so at the History, history Theater next uh, All right, week. so um, let's see. I just want to give you the lettuce report. You know lettuce how they used report. to do the pig reports and the hog reports? How much do you think a head of lettuce is? I just bought one uh, yesterday. I'll be curious what you paid. Um, would you believe? I don't know. It might have been two ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. I almost. I because I don't. You know, that one just hit me a little bit. Of that. Mm. Yeah, Casey had um, your brother mm-hmm. over for dinner last night, and mm-hmm. on the menu was BLTs. Oh, fantastic! Jeff wants those so bad. I love BT. You know, the key though to being able to just not hate BLTs: bake your bacon. For oh. 40 minutes on parchment, oh, like or it. at 400 on parchment paper in your oven for like 20 to 22 minutes. You can bake a whole big pan I of love bacon. I you, you like to bake it. Without a mess, it gets good and crispy. You've not made all of that, and then, you know, you can assemble the BLTs, because that, for me, has always been the worst part of BLTs. I hate making bacon in a frying pan. You do? It's, I like making it at the cabin on a griddle. That's Slow, fine, but it's, it's still easy. splats. It, it's so it much easier really, to bake. All. all right, that's a good tip, Laureen. But you got to have parchment that's, paper. That's your tip. Mm-hmm. That's your tip. The wax paper can set on fire, I think, in your oven. Not a good idea. Just like a pizza box will set on that, the iron. Uh, this it, is really... I reheated a, really a pizza true. in college once in the box and uh, started on fire in the whole apartment building when it was only a four square. We all had to evacuate. Okay, you're so funny. No, I didn't know. My friend and I were like, let's read our pizza. You know, I was like 21 years old, for God's sakes, or 20. I've got a question for you, because I've been writing down just questions, and this came up the other day. Let's say, hypothetically, you're having a New Year's Eve party. Would it be rude as a guest to leave the New Year's Eve party before New Year's? It's hopefully a fun party and nobody even knows you've gone. That's the way, that's how I roll. And then if you, you are going to go, you just ghost. You just do the Irish go. goodbye or whatever they call you it. You just go. I'm good at that, man. I can't. I do this all the time at reunions. I just Irish goodbye my way yes. out of a conversation. Yes. Hold that thought. I've got to go to the bathroom. Yes. Excuse me Hold for a thought. second. Excuse me. I need to refresh my drink. Mm-hmm. You know? There you go. Just yeah. Irish. But no, I think if a party is fun, no one will even notice you're gone. 
There you go. You know, if but you don't think it's rude. Like if someone went through the thing and got all the party favors and everything. Not at leave. all. If people want to be party poopers, that's their right. Oh, Lori. You know? You want to be a party pooper. All I right. mean, not everybody can stay out till midnight. No, I know. But, uh, you know, you can always do the trick New Year's Eve party and have the party from like 6 to 10 and pretend it's midnight at 10 if you're really feeling like an old fuddy dud. Oh. It's hard to stay up to midnight on, on New Year's. Yeah. That's one night. It is hard to stay. But this year we'll have Dolly and My- Miley. Yeah. I, I'm going to a party. You are invited to a New Year's party? In Duluth. Oh, you're going that too? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was an all play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole family was invited except for me. No, the whole part of the family <laughs> wasn't. I'm going up to have uh, Christmas with my dad. I'm and we so ha- kidding. Happened to be up there. I just like to say that. A friend is happening to be having a party, and I basically invited myself. I said, do you think Casey and I could come too? Well, yeah, let me check with my friend. And so I just successfully invited myself. That's a very good to way to do it. To a party at someone's house, I don't even know. But, you know, the more, the merrier is what I think. Especially if it's you. Yes. Especially if it's you. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have, um, I think we should listen to Paul Black just walked in the building. A blast oh, yeah. from the past. Paul, hey, he's Paul coming to here. try on the he's, green elf. Um, there's a line green. of men toppers on the bottom row over there yeah. for anyone who wants to come in and try those on. I just have been recognizing those. Um, this was so fun. Yeah, very This very was fun. so fun. This is our last outing. It is. And we're going to be uh, back in the studio. They're probably very, um, you know, like going, oh, God, this was maybe one of our snowier um, Santa stop years. Well, just for you and I. Oh, was it only It was only I? us. Oh, yeah. It was only us. But that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Who cares? Look at how many people showed up at the Chan. I know. Look at how many people showed up here. Yeah. We don't people. People. I, was, I asked one of my kids, did you go into work today? And he said, yes, but absolutely no one else is here. And I said, what is with these driving wussies? They canceled schools last night at, before it even started snowing. In the cities? Yeah. Yeah. They were all canceled. I'm like, okay. I, well, how wonderful for the kids. I know. That's very exciting. They don't get enough snow days. Well, <laughs> remember the one year? There was one year they just kept having them. My kids were still in school. And I'm like, come on. Uh-huh. On shovel. Well, get D- out there. Duluth had its seventh largest. How storm. much did they end up with? Well, depends on where you are going okay. all along the lake, you know. But um, anywhere from you know, ten inches to two feet. Wow, right? That's a lot. Is that twenty-four? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was twenty something up lot. on the North Shore. I absolutely love it. Yeah, so Spirit Mountain will be when they get uh-huh. ready to open, and Fond du Lac and all that skiing up there, right. and the cross country trails in Duluth are so good. Fun, totally, yeah. totally. So fun. anyway, they were on the news again this morning. Trending, Duluth was trending on Twitter. I was thinking of your good friend Emily Larson, the mayor, and uh, you know, my good friend, your good friend, your Highland. Um, Hall of Fame class. class yes, right. Classmate. I she know. knows she's running again in Duluth for she's a third good. term. She does a good job. Yes, she, she does. Yeah. She's smart and she does a good job. So anyway, that's all I know. I, what are we watching on TV tonight? You're going to watch and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, that's the right. live action, and then you're, some other people are going to try to, the parent test. And so help me, Todd. And Ghost. And the San Francisco 49ers are playing the Seattle Seahawks. That's what your family's doing in Seattle. Oh, that's what they're doing. That's what's happening. Tonight. I was wondering why my brother was having a football party tonight. I'm like, wait, doesn't that happen on Sunday? 
They're having That's a Thursday right. night. And San Francisco game. 49ers are very good. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a tough game. Yeah. They're probably gonna lose. My sister you is gonna so? swear. Well, usually this, well they do you know self people's self esteem is tied to their sports teams? Yeah. How much of yours is, Laurie? None. Zero. Absolutely. My, yours was, is tied to your hair. But my bowling. <laughs> your bowling. Since I'm a bowling athlete. She's, Laurie makes me laugh. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, Alyssa, and the team here at Creative Hair Design of Minnesota. It was super fun. We'll be, we'll be back in studio tomorrow. Everyone have a great night and drive safe. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.